This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 11.36 in the morning, you're listening to Battle for Malaysia, BFM's GE15 nomination day coverage. I'm Shazana Mokhtar with Philip C and Wong Xiaoning. Now, only three states will hold federal and state elections this GE15 and all eyes will be on Perak because it's been declared Pakatan Harapan's frontline state, which is, of course, Perak, since GE15 leadership at that state has changed several times with some rivals standing an equal chance at forming the next state government. So what strategies have political parties chosen and how will voters respond? Joining us on the line now is Afi Rosh Shazri, a political scientist who teaches at the University of Tunku Abdurrahman's campus in Kampar. Afi, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us today. Now, we know that Para is having both federal and state elections simultaneously this GE15. How is this shaping the strategies of the various coalitions going into the contest? All right, good morning, guys. All right, so if you see the developments in Para, Okay, uh, regarding these coming elections, uh, we can see that uh, I think we can go back for the for the past two weeks, right? Uh, all these uh, coalitions, because uh, interestingly we have a uh, additional coalitions this coming elections. Uh, we have Marisa National, and for sure we have Parkatan Harapan, we have Pekatan National, and we have also GTA. Mm-hmm. And you see in all the social media from all these uh, political parties. Uh, uh, I mean, the Facebook or in the TikTok and so on. They have started early uh, their mm-hmm. campaigns to show that how excited of them, all right? And uh, especially when the Tosri Anwar announced that uh, Perak will be one of the major targets for Pakatan Harapan for this coming election. So for me, uh, very exciting uh, in Perak. Uh, we can see the, I mean, the scenario of uh, or the assignments, uh, not only uh, from the but as well as from the voters itself eh, for the past two weeks. So what seats are exciting? What are the seats are you looking at very carefully? I presume uh, Tambun is one? Yeah. Uh, I'm Actually, I'm looking at four uh, parliament constituencies, which is I call it as a parachute candidates. First is Tambun, for sure. That's what we are now, Brahim, we will contest uh, with uh, Faisal Azumu and also Dato' Aminuddin. And... The second one will be Baganato. As we all know, uh, PKR also sent their uh, uh, the warriors there, uh, uh, Sri Sabsul Iskandar Ma'akin. And the third one will be uh, Greek, which is uh, unknown chief, uh, which is uh, the Sri uh, Ashraf Wajidi, will be contested over there, mm. even though uh, for the first uh, time, I mean, when the when Abno announced, uh, his name as a uh, candidate. There'll be uh, this agreement between the uh, the, 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 the party's members itself. But uh, yesterday, uh, we can see they are calm on this matter. And the third one will be the Pasir Salak. Because uh, again, uh, Pasir Salak, we can see the parachute candidates, uh, the lead of son of uh, what? Niazis. Niomar is contested over there. So these four will be interesting. Uh, plus, uh, actually, I'm doing my research on uh, Ipotimo. Uh, and then I'm looking at the Tabitinggi as well because uh, Alice Bari will still contest over there. And then uh, we have a four-corner fight uh, for this time. Uh, plus the GTA, we have Pakatan Harapan, we have the Pakatan National and also Barisan National. 
Okay, let's focus on these parachute candidates. How well do you think they will do? Are, do are, are they going to resonate with Perak voters? Okay, if we based on the history of Perak uh, elections, we have uh, several names like Lim Kit Siang before. Uh, he was not a Perakians. He's uh, from Johor, contested in Ipotimo. He won several times. And then Mujahid uh, Isofrawa as well. He's a Pinigan, contested in Paribunta. Before that, he contested in Melaka. He, he lost. And then he went for Pinigan. He lost. Then when he contested in Paribunta, I found in 2018, he won until now. So I think it should be no problem. The issue here is how the candidates uh, uh, deliver their manifesto and for sure regarding the issues of bread and butter uh, issue which is very concerned by all these uh, people in Perak itself. Uh, Afi, can I ask, what do you think is the likelihood of the outcome being the federal parliamentary seats being won by a different coalition from those that won the state government? Do you think we're going to see that split in Pera, or will it be one coalition that will manage to gain control of the state? Okay, if we base on the numbers of total voters that we have at the moment, Pera, we have around 2 million uh, voters, plus there are additional 5 to 6 thousands of uh, new voters due to the EVR, Automatic Voter Registration, and also the Mila Pamblas. Uh, from the previous research done by few uh, parties and so on, so I can see there will be a, a marginal seats uh, mm -hmm. uh, in few areas, especially in Parliament and also uh, the state uh, uh, states, uh, elections. Uh, so I can see that. Okay? So the trends of parliament, I mean the speed of votes, I can ensure that okay, it will be happening. Uh, it will be happening again for this time. But I want to build on Shazana's point. Now on a voter perspective, do you think voters would vote consistently between state and federal? Or, you know, because there's always this old adage, okay, I'll vote differently between state and federal for tension. Is that mm -hmm. going to play out in Perak or are they going to be consistent in their voting between state and federal, the voters? I'm not sure on this, but uh, based on the previous reports, uh, we can see that uh, the voters will have a split votes Okay, uh, for the parliaments and also state uh, seats as well. If we based on the track record of the previous election, uh, GE12, GE13 and GE14, so I think the trend will still continue. The okay. trend will still continue. Plus, with the the numbers of five to six uh, new voters, which is, I do believe, they are a political uh, groups of people, of voters, and then uh, we have the Undi Lapamblas as well, which is, uh, based on my data, we have almost 100,000, which is uh, almost like 5% from the total numbers of uh, um, the voters that we have in Perak at the moment. So the trend, I may see that it will stand and continue. Okay, I just want to be clear, Afik. Hmm. In the last GE14, Barisan uh -huh. National won 8 scenes, Pakatan Harapan 12, PN won 4. Do you okay. think at GE15, the outcome will be similar? Okay. If we, based on the uh, what we have at the moment, mm. okay, uh, previously, BN actually won seven for parliament. Uh, mm. One is not considered yeah, because one is of vacant. the... Uh, okay. 
So uh, the chances to see uh, what a coalition from those uh, Barisan National, Pakatan Harapan, Pakatan National, or even GTA, mm. I can see that. All right, there is a possibility because in politics, it's possible. Everything is possible, and I do believe that uh, if what happened in Johor, uh, which is in uh, in Johor, still uh, continue with Impera, which is a uh, low votes and so on. So I can assure that there will be a coalition for this uh, coming to the right. Afi, thank you very much for speaking with us. That was Afi Roshazri, a political scientist who teaches at Utar's campus in Kampar, laying the scene for us about the political battles that will take place in Bera. It's one of those swing states. I mean, only three states are going for elections yeah. this time around, and really only Bera has the likelihood of switching to Pakatan Harapan or Barisan National, depending on what happens, the voter turnout, and all those other factors he mentioned. And unique with Perak is that there are very big distinctions between state and federal. Mm. You know, voting behaviours and tensions can shape even the political powers that take place at the state and federal are also very different. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking of a possibility where, you know, post November 19, when all the results are out. So federal government, yeah, okay, you don't, don't you, know, you, you, you know, you're part of this federal uh, coalition. But on the state level, you might decide otherwise, right? Yes. It may be very different. It could be very different. So what you vote for could not transpire entirely. Not so much who you vote for, but even the political parties yes. in, in terms of who are you going to uh, join with. It is coming up to 11.58 in the morning. We're heading to the 12pm news bulletin, but stay tuned. We are going to have more conversations, analysis and news as we take a look at the youth vote and also the Chinese demographic. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.